I need you to hear me, understand me, and join me in saying welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed on the view podcast of all time. Welcome to the Prince of Fresh Air. I am your host, the most charismatic man in entertainment. You know, I should have been a host of WrestleMania, which was this past weekend. I think I would have knocked it out the park. I would have done it a, a better job than Snoop Dogg in the Miz. That's right. I'm calling them out. Um, but anyway, you know, I've been I've been sitting down and thinking about this topic for like the last couple of weeks. I had something planned already. I'm, I'm gonna release it a little later. But this this topic is not one I was really hoping to talk about. Not one I saw coming. Um, it's one I'm really sick and tired of having to do. And you know, this is a episode dedicated to all the victims, all all the people who are suffering from these types of tragedies because this is. It's sad to see how often it's happening, how normalized it's become. And uh, this phenomenon of uh, uh, school shootings and just mass murders is is ridiculous. It's out of hand. And, you know, you might hear some of my emotion come out in this episode because it definitely bothers me to keep hearing about innocent civilians, especially innocent young lives being taken because of someone's selfish desire, someone's destructive nature. Um, now, I know everybody has different opinions, whether, you know, gun laws, uh, uh, you know, and all this stuff. Um, but this is truly, I say this with, 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 you know, with all respect to victims, this is all, you know, for victims. And, you know, this episode I dedicate to all the victims, which I, I'm going to announce the names later in the episode, but you know, it's a, it's a tragedy that re- really we never know what happened to us. You know, nobody ever thinks, you know, let me send my eight-year-old to school and it'll be the last day I see them alive. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, you know, it's been on my mind this past weekend, even watching WrestleMania, even with some of the other combat sports I've been watching. You know, it, it keeps looming in my mind about this. And I know a lot of people don't want to keep hearing about this, but I had to because I... I heard about the story and I, I'm just outraged by the, the the conduct, not just by the shooter, but by the media, by by other people. The conduct that is happening uh, um, about this devastating event. So I just want to say that before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of the episode, because I, I, I want people to know that, you know, this may not be a topic you want to listen to. I know it's a trigger for many people. A lot of people may not want to have a discussion or hear about this, you know, because maybe it's, it's too home, uh, it's too close to home for them. But I had to. I it wouldn't have been the most charismatic man in entertainment if I didn't address that. And I'm not making light at it, you know. I had some time to process it, and I'm still, I'm still very passionate about it. But it's a topic. Hopefully, hopefully, thank God. Hopefully, we won't have to do anytime soon. But nonetheless. You know, uh, my condolences to all the families, um, to the victims of this tragedy. Um, and, you know, let's just hope that some point in the future, you know, some things change. You know, our government steps in. There's some, some type of reform, some type of action to stop these senseless murders and crimes from happening. But until then, unfortunately, I if I have to be the voice of reason, I will be. But... I know a lot of you don't want to listen to this. I have another episode coming out. I had to just switch it just because of the 
how 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 uh, dominating this this uh, shooting has been uh, in the headlines. So you know, definitely just listen to it with open arms. You may not agree, you may disagree, you may not. This is not really so much about uh, political stance. It's just a, a topic of the, just the the violence that uh, of these type of crimes and you know what we can do to prevent them. But um, stay tuned. Another episode coming. A little less emotional, a little less tragedy involved. Um, but you know, I just had to do this for the victim. So, without further ado, let's talk about the Nashville school shooting in three, two, one. And I know I don't sound as charismatic and sexy as I usually do. And that's because this topic that we're going to discuss today, um, it, it, it really triggered me. You know, I had a good last week, been busy auditioning, doing a lot of stuff with Dimitri, who's going to be on um, in, a, in a second. And, you know, just having fun talking about certain topics. But this topic is not funny. Um, this is a topic that really just keeps bothering me because of how frequent it keeps happening. Um, my man, Dimitri, thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. What's happening, brother? Um, like I said, you know, it's been a good week. You've been helping me do auditions. I've been, we've been recording, uh, episodes for, for your platform minds. And, you know, I had a good week. I thought this week was going to be great. I wake up yesterday and I see, you know, what's trending on Twitter. And this, this topic came up and I did some research and I'm, I'm just appalled. Um, and most people are probably wondering what I'm talking about. So let's get into it. Um, March 27th, 2023. It's a tragic day for Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, the community, uh, the people, the victims of this tragedy. So yesterday, um, a 28-year-old um, transgender male named Audrey Elizabeth Hale decided that, you know, time it was time for her to commit a violent act. She went to um, the Covenant School, which is a, a Christian private school in Green Hills community. Um, that there's a bunch of age 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 year old children, so meaning pre K elementary school. Went in that school, started shooting up the place. Um, and this is not just the typical school shooter. You know, most school shootings are usually you know. Uh, students of the school attacking other students from the school, usually other victims, unfortunately, of casualties. But this was a targeted attack um, of a grown person, a, a, a grown male, female. I, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I, I don't right. exactly care in the moment to be, you know, very politically right. correct at the moment. But a, a grown person decided to take the initiative to go to elementary school with a bunch of little kids uh, with three assault rifles and 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 a handgun, and start shooting up the place. Um, let, let me ask you: you did you hear about this, Dimitri? So I caught wind <clears throat> a bit earlier today, and in fact, uh, Doctor Boyce Watkins, who I follow on Twitter, he posted uh, a text exchange, I guess, between Audrey and uh, his friend or her friend, you know. Um, and I'm not sure how true it is or not, but basically this was Audrey, um, warning 
friend of his that um of what he was going to do okay and if if you don't mind i'm going to read the conversation so it says so basically that post i made this is audrey uh that post i made on here about you that was basically a suicide note uh the person audrey said that he was planning to die uh today and in all capitals said this is not a joke uh audrey went on to say you'll probably hear about me on the news after um she died or he died audrey said this is my last goodbye i love you i'll see you again in another life audrey and i guess um audrey's original name was aiden because it was put in parentheses underneath to which the friend responded Audrey, you have so much more life to live. I pray God keeps and covers you. And then um, Audrey says no and goes on to explain that uh, she no longer wished to be alive anymore and saying that she wasn't trying to upset her or get attention that she just no longer wishes to be around and that she was notifying her because this person, you know, Audrey was texting was the most beautiful person ever in life, you know, and I'm quoting. Um, and, you know, honestly, I think it's pretty pathetic, to be honest. You know why? Because if you don't want to be alive anymore, and I'm not trying to be insensitive, but I'm just calling a spade a spade, and I'm speaking on behalf of the people who were killed um, <clears throat> and as an adult. If you don't want to be alive anymore, that's on you. But to pick up an assault rifle and go to a school and open fire on kids. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. Okay. There is no being politically correct or, or sensitive to a 28 year old who decided to go to a, go to a, a, a school with kids and open fire on people that probably didn't even know who she was or he was from a grain of salt. And I, I, I see these things. And I'm not even going to lie. Like, I, I feel like I've been so desensitized to the worst things that happen in the media that I didn't even react. You know, and it's it's just it's just what it is. But now that we're talking about it, you know, I'm starting to 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 feel things that I didn't feel earlier. You know, now putting myself in the shoes of people who perhaps may have been loved ones to the ones who are not around. And obviously just as you know, a fellow human being on this earth who, you know, couldn't even fathom doing something like that. You know, if you want to, don't want to be alive anymore, I'm not being insensitive, but I'm just speaking to people who feel that it's necessary to bring somebody else down with you, to, to, to take other lives with you. Just because you feel like your life is meaningless does not mean that everyone else's life is meaningless too. And that other people don't have lives that they need to live out that these people don't have loved ones and you chose to take them away from those other people. You have several, this person had several bridges to jump off of, but yet you decided to get a gun and, and, and shoot kids. You shot kids. Yep. Or he shot kids. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. And it's, again, we've, we've talked about these sorts of scenarios and, you know, I just don't know when it stops. When are we as a country collectively collectively going to say, all right, what are we going to do today, this week, this month, this year to prevent it from happening again? 
because I've said this so many times, and for people who have heard me on this podcast or who may have heard me on my YouTube channel, I've grown to become a person that I place so much importance on prevention and improvement and progress. So, all right, things happen. Bad things happen. But what can we do to prevent it from happening again? So this is not a perpetual thing. And we're hearing about little kids, nine-year-old kids getting shot at school, which is supposed to be the safest place for them other than their home. And turns out that it's not. Um, so yeah, like I said, <laughs> in many words, this is very unfortunate and, and, I, and I'm pretty pissed off. Yeah, let me tell you, man, I, I, I'm going to get to the part that really upsets me. And surprisingly, Aubrey is the, is the most... It's the focal point of it, but it's the reaction of certain people that got me really upset about this topic. But nonetheless, so you know, Aubrey, um, uh, you know, she he decided that they was going to do another school the same day, and uh, apparently it was too heavily guarded, um, to to this person's liking. So they decided upon this school, which apparently she, uh, this person went to when they was a kid. But I also want to say this. I do want to give a shout out to the friend that um, the 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 murderer uh, confided to because they actually did try to report this, but when she reported when her friend reported it, the police was ready on the scene um, trying to stop um, the, this uh, vicious attack. But let me give you some statistics as, as I'm reading uh, about this stuff. You know, I'm, I'm gonna just throw you some statistics. This attack was the 19th shooting at an American school or university in 2023, in which at least one person was wounded. Um, and the deadliest attack since the May attack in uh, Uvalde, uh, Texas, which left 21 people dead. There are there have been about 42 uh, K to 12 school shootings since that Texas shooting. Um, and, you know, six people were murdered in this vicious assault. Um, at this private Christian school um, where 200 students from pre-K to 6th grade attend. Um, three, of the, three of the victims were nine-year-old children and three of the others was a custodian, a teacher, and uh, an administrative assistant, uh, a head of administrative. Um, you know, th this stuff right here is cowardly. I, 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 you know, this is different. We, we, we did a school shooting before. But this is cowardly. I, you know, this is cowardly. To, 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 to decide you want to, you know, attack people. So instead of doing it, you know, to the liking where you're going to have to face people with guns, you know, you decide you want to go to a bunch of defenseless children and teachers and air out the school. And I mean, to bring an assault rifle. Uh, I mean, really? I, I mean, I'm I'm just outraged by the, the blatant disregard for human life here. I mean... Just going up in a, a children's school and killing a bunch of nine-year-olds. I mean, yeah. But let me say this, and this is the part. And that let's not forget feeling. the older people too that that passed oh. away. Yeah, you know, because it was uh, uh, the head of school, Catherine Kuntz, age sixty, and then Cynthia Peak, age sixty-one, and Mike Hill, who was a black man, and he was the custodian of the school, and he was also um killed. Absolutely. Let me let me definitely give that um. Uh, those people, their, their respects as well, obviously. But it's just the fact that we're talking about a bunch of defenseless little children here. But 
Let me let me get to the part that really. Oh yeah, and it's me. safe to call him he because freaking this person identified as a guy. It says <laughs> that Hale reportedly was was a transgender man who used he him pronouns. So they described this person as as a as a woman, but the, this person identified as a man. So yeah, this is a guy. Right, but, but let me let me say this. This is the part that frustrates me the most. Two two people, two things. New York Times, right? They 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 do a piece about this article, right? Then they make a statement about it. They go on and say this, and not quote. There was a confusion later on Monday about the gender identity of the assailant in the Nashville shooting. Officials had used she and her to refer to the suspect, who, according to a social media post and LinkedIn profile, appeared to identify as a man in recent months. We apologize for excuse me, apologize for what? Are we really apologizing for misgendering a mass murderer? I mean, wow. it, yeah. it, 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 it really. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hear this type of justification when a black man is crucified in public for something he didn't do. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we talking about a murderer who murdered a bunch of children. Oh, well, we got, we got the identity wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't get no sympathy for me. I usually try to be a little more sensitive and politically yeah. correct. But when you kill innocent children, nonetheless, that that was like a, a two on the ten scale, right? But this one takes the cake so the trans resistant network who i apparently a huge on twitter made a statement uh and i'll just read the whole tweet um that someone made because i didn't, i'm not going to read the whole thing that they wrote mm-hmm. but the, the so the tweet wrote radical trans activist group the trans resistant network has released a statement mourning the death of the Nashville christian school mass shooter not the not the victims not not the nine-year-olds not the teacher not the custodian, but the, the but the shooter. Wait, right? what did they say? What did they say about the shooter? So they wrote they wrote a manifest. Uh, they wrote a, a memo to the school, a mourning the death of the shooter. Wow. Aubrey. So, <laughs> oh man. Um, so mm. the, I, because of the time, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. But so the statement says that there were two tragedies: the murder of the children and the school staff, and also that of Aubrey Aiden Hale. Who, wow. who it warns should not be misgendered. Um, ahead wow. of the mass shooting, trans activists had urged regiments against Tennessee and conservatives for banning the medical transitioning of children. So basically, and I've read a little bit of the the media statement that they wrote um, regarding the shooting. I, I, I mean, the balls of these people, the balls of these people to write, we mourn the death of the shooter? Excuse me? Excuse me? I, I again, how is the media not crucifying these people? How? Because this is a transgender male, and there's no disrespect to trans. I'm not advocating for no violence against them, but just because this person is trans, don't don't justify anything. They decided to pick up a couple guns, assault rifles that they use in war to kill other people, other to adults, kill little kids, little kids, and they they making a statement talking about mourning the death. Uh, well, we gotta we gotta understand something. See, the media is not going to the media is not going to really you know go and have a tete a tete you know with the LGBTQ community because in reality they're in cahoots with each other, so they're not really gonna go to war with their own. That's one because that's that's just really what it is. When you look at you know the last ten years or so, as far as you know the stock and the the how should i say the uh, significance of lgbtq people in this country now they look out for them 
You see what I'm saying? So if something happens to them, the first thing that they're going to do is, is look out and defend them. Versus like you said, you know, when a black man dies, the first thing that they try to do is justify why the black man was killed. Now I'm looking at a picture of, you know, Audrey Hale in, in what appears to be, like I said, a school corridor holding the gun. It's like, to me, that's the most pussy shit in the world. And, you know, part of me wants to say good riddance, but the thing is, in Audrey dying, it also, you know, made, you know, the kids and, you know, the adults die. But the thing is, go somewhere where you know people are going to shoot back. So if you're going to go out, at least go out with somebody that can shoot back. Don't go in and kill people that are harmless. And You know what I'm saying? Like, why, right. pick a fight with somebody your own size. Pick a fight with somebody that will fight back. You know how they say, like, in martial arts, bag don't hit back. Or the wood, you know, like when people break wood and stuff, the wood don't hit back. Kids can't defend themselves. So what does that say about, you know, Audrey? And then what does that say about these people who are saying, let's mourn the, the death of Audrey? <laughs> the nerve. I mean, the, the, the nerve of all these people justify, you know, part of their statement was, and let me let me let me make sure I get this correct. So part of this statement was, we do not claim to know the individual or access to their inner thoughts and feelings. We do know, however, that life for transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult in the preceding months by virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation and public callouts by right-wing activists. Um, and basically, they're, they're, they're referring to the statement I made about... the t So apparently before this Tennessee... Um, conservatives or whatever you want to call it, but Tennessee officials um, banned the medical transitioning of children. And that's is one of the reasons why a lot of people think Aubrey, Aiden Hale decided to do what they did because they were so outraged. Um, look, I, I mean, there's, so there's no the excuse. Yeah, a lot of people say that's the motive. Apparently she, wow. uh, he wrote a manifesto before the murder um, and the police is I'm uh, going to release that information soon, but that's apparently one of the prime running uh, reasons why they did this. But again, I, 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 like, even if you was outraged by that, even if you were, I'm outraged by the amount of times innocent people stopped by the police, right? Does that, does that mean that I can just walk up to a public school and say, you know what? I'm mad at these police officers. So you know what? You see that fiery old in that corner? I, I'm going to kill him. That, that's exactly what... Aubrey did. They went to Calway and decided to go to a, a school with a bunch of children who's probably eating lunch or probably, you know, drawn with crayons and stuff and decided to air out a couple kids and staff because they life was just too hard for them. And I'm not trying to mock mental illness or whatever the case may be. I don't know what this person suffered or whatever, but this person was an illustrator, uh, had a blog, clearly had enough confidence to tell somebody right before the murder that how she was feeling. Uh, she was seeing a therapist. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. But again, we're not talking about a 14-year-old teenager who was getting bullied in school. We're talking about Doesn't a, matter. A, a, a almost 30-year-old who went back to the same school she went to, uh, he went to when he was a kid and decided to kill some kids. And for what? And, and honestly, the what don't even person. matter to me. The, the what don't even matter to me because you, you can't justify anybody, anybody, Killing innocent people, let alone innocent children, because they didn't feel, you know, they felt violated, whatever the case may be. I mean, I'm just shocked that this is not spread over the news. I'm 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 shocked people defending this person. I've never That's in my life that we're heard of a, right now. 
I'm not I'm not surprised. Like that's welcome to the times. This this is the era that we're living in right now. It is okay for a certain demographic of people to commit these sorts of acts. Or if they do it, you know, the the media response is not going to be the same as let's say freaking Jonathan Majors, <laughs> like we just talked about. So the way that the way that the media responds to different things is is just completely different. It's not the same on all sides. Now, let me ask you, because, you know, as more stuff develops, I'm sure we're probably going to talk about it eventually, but this is a conversation that happens a lot about gun control. This is, brings up a really good point. I mean, 43 shooting, school shootings in 2023, and we only, what, three months in? It's, it's, it's horrific. It's troubling. Um, what, do you, what do you think we need to do? Because, you know, uh, Stephen Crowder, you probably aren't familiar with him, but he, he's a well-known YouTuber, and political uh he's an act he he works in a in a political field right but he went out and said in response to people saying banning guns he said well a person with a gun killed the person with the gun uh meaning that the police had guns so they was able to take out the shooter mm-hmm. but this is a debate i mean school shootings keep happening and it's a lot of keep getting taken uh even if it's not just school shooters mass shootings are uh, continuing to happen what I mean, what do you what do you think we should do now? I've heard people proposing that they put more armed security, like the other school, which Aubrey decided not to attack because they had armed security there. Okay. Do, do we need a armed teachers, arm put armed guards oh, in front of schools it, now? It's it's just it's just crazy that humans have devolved so much to the point where this is really a thing. Like yep. we can't even regulate ourselves to the point where like we have to sit and like contemplate on what we should do as far as how to prevent prevent school shootings like it's it's this is crazy that we're really talking about this right now and like we can't as a society just collectively not do certain shit i mean the thing is hey i mean the proof is in the pudding you just said it you just said it right there audrey chose not to go to a certain school because he knew that there was armed security there so that's the solution because you need deterrence. People, people are less likely, you know, to do something if they know there's going to be certain consequences right then and there, right or wrong. So when you hear about these things, you know, public shootings and stuff like that, it's because these these gunmen are going places where the only person who is going to have a gun and be armed is them. They're not going to go somewhere and they know that, hey, before they even get to, you know, get some shots off, somebody's already going to be aiming for the head already. I saw I saw a video yesterday and it was a guy, I guess it might have been somewhere in Texas, like, you know, Fort Worth or somewhere. And uh, there was a guy who was walking into, I guess maybe it was his business. It, it kind of looked like a car dealership, but I'm not sure. So there was a black guy um, that walked up to him who was a white guy and said, oh, you know, I need some help with with something. Right. So then as they were walking into, um, you know, the business, you know, the store, whatever it was, the black guy already had his hand in his uh in his hoodie and he was lifting up his hoodie as he was walking behind him apparently the 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 white guy already knew something was off so as he was walking the first thing he went to go get was his gun and then once the the guy the black guy who was going to rob him saw that he had a gun he walked away and he ran off so this is what i'm saying so you need to have deterrence in place at the, and and it sucks because why should you have guns at an elementary school or a Christian school or schools, period? This really shouldn't be a thing. But if this is the world that we're living in, then there needs to be adjustments that are that are made because it's not clearly it's not all sunshine and roses. 
And again, if, if I had my way, that's what I would do. You know, this is a troubling thing that we even got to talk about. The fact that it's been over just alone in this year in three months, over 40 school shootings. School's not safe no more. It's just point blank period. You know, this reminds me of a conversation. I was watching Jubilee, uh, Jubilee who I worked with many times. They did a they did a middle ground episode between teachers and parents. And one of the topics they talked about was arming teachers in, in school because of mass shootings. And a lot of teachers said uh, it's not up to the teachers. Um, but the parents said, look, kids, how many times parents, teachers, uh, teachers show up to work? You know, just trying to teach and have fun with the kids. How many parents drop off the kids at school, you know, going to work and doing whatever life has um, is coming to them. And to get a phone call that someone decided to to start airing out the school, start shooting at your, your children, at the people who's educating your children. You know how scary of a thought that is? And the fact that this keeps happening is clearly a problem. So, yeah, I think, yeah, if teachers want to arm themselves, I'm all for it. If if schools want to uh, have armed security, I'm all for it. I'll tell you this. At my high school, I went to Performance High School in Harlem, right? We had armed security, and that was because we lived, uh, my school was next to the projects. We had a lot of, you know, criminal activity. A lot of the people involved in criminal activity would wait for us to come out of school because usually they was trying to start trouble with, some of the guys who was in gang uh, gangs or, you know, try to pick up the girls. Right. But we had armed security, so we never had an issue. And then if we did have an issue, we had armed security. It so was resolved. Yeah, it wasn't really, really it wasn't really a, a concern because there was, you know, a solution right already there. So if something right. happens. It's not like you have to go ask for help. No, help is already there. Exactly. And, and, and that's the thing. It's like you look at it objectively. Most of these school shootings, most of these mass shootings is happening when people aren't armed. You know, places like uh, Texas or, you know, other places, certain areas of Texas and other areas where they have the right to carry. You you rarely ever hear someone commit mass murders and shootings there. Why? Because they know if they decide they want to pull out a gun, four other people going to pull out their gun and draw it on them too. So a lot of these people attack schools. Why? Because they know it's less security. One, they could get away with it. And two, all you got to do, you could get in there and do what you got to do. And then some of them turn a the gun on themselves. So they wait for the police to come in and engage in the shootout, right? But generally, you get to accomplish what you set out to do, which is start killing people. So, yeah, I, I do think there needs to be more security measures. I mean, more armed security, more if teachers, like I said, if teachers want to get permits. The fact that this is even a discussion, you know, yeah, when you're just going to school to learn some basic math and type it's on a crazy. computer. Read a book. You, I mean, it's crazy. An institution that we even for learning. An institution for learning is literally like uh, 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 now it's like a, a commonplace for homicide. Seriously, and me, I would never want to be a teacher, you know. But let's say if I was a teacher in this day and age right now, I I would feel more comfortable having you know a firearm on my person because you never know. In my mind, while you were talking, I was thinking, well, maybe they were in a bad area, but I don't think where they were, for it to be a Christian school, this was like some horrible area where the crime rate was was through the roof. Well, like you said, you went to a performing arts school adjacent to the projects. So you, there was a there was a cause for concern and, and a necessity for armed security. 
But where they were, they probably never thought, oh, somebody was going to come up in here with an assault rifle and, and, and shoot six people. So I'm you not know, sure, you know, uh, oh, man, like I said, you can't make this stuff up, man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the fact that the, the Nashville Mayor John Cooper issued a statement where he highlighted the long history of school shootings. I mean, what, what, what can you do at this point? It's like every week, every day, so a school's getting targeted, a bunch of innocent children, teachers, you know, uh, uh, people just trying to earn a paycheck for their family. I mean, every somebody out there is plotting to to take out so uh, another person's life, many other people's lives, because of whatever reason they have. I mean, it, it's sad that we have to have this conversation, but you know, Joe Biden. Came out after he heard this, and he he wrote a statement that at the press conference it that it was sick, and he urged Congress to take further action on so he said nothing. gun safety. He said yeah, nothing. It's, it's a bunch of blood. The same gun talk we've been here for how long? We need actual action now. As I'm reading, the you know, so after Aubrey was murdered, killed, and whatever, the police started doing the investigation. They went to the, to Aubrey's home, at which she was living with her parents. He was living with her parents, whatever. And they discovered that it was loaded. It was a whole gun shop in there. Now, granted, she got uh, he got all these guns legally, but I mean, it was loaded. Saw so, uh, sawed off shotguns hitting around the house, assault rifles hitting around the house, handguns hitting around the house. And I'm reading about this stuff. Apparently, she had a. Uh, her parents knew that she uh, he shouldn't have guns. Um, the therapist he was seeing was told told the family um, Aubrey shouldn't have guns, and yet they had them anyway, right? Had them, and, uh, had them anyway. Had them anyway. And uh, again, I'm not blaming the parents. This is a grown adult. I mean, I, I can't really. Twenty eight years old. To, yeah, yeah. What the parent? You know what what the parents gonna say? <laughs> Once you get to a certain age, your parents are not even a factor in the decisions that you make. So. Yeah, how are you going to put the actions of somebody who was 28 years old on their parents? It's not about your parents no more. It's about you. But, this, but here's the thing, because me, this is the this is why, you know, people should invest in gun training. So, yeah, you, you can give teachers guns, but they got to know how to use it. You see what I'm saying? And for me personally, Trump said it best years ago. When there was a, a shooting, I forgot which airport it was, but it, it was, you know, some some airport in the U.S. I don't, I don't remember where it was. But he was saying that the only person that had a gun was the bad guy. And how if at least one good person had a gun, it would have made all the difference. Because that that'd be my agenda. So God forbid I'm ever somewhere and somebody wants to, you know, start shooting up the place and I got a pistol on me and I got gun training. I'm going to get to a safe spot where I can get a good shot and I'm putting him down. I'm putting him down immediately. You know, this is a never-ending conversation on gun control, you know, the, the gun laws, our right to bear arms. And, you know, someone says, um, someone said this before, guns don't kill people. People kill people. And a lot of people look at this situation and say, no, well, uh, I don't. I know everything's political nowadays. The the right wing people are saying that it was this person's identity that caused the shooting. Uh, the left side is saying that it's gun control. Look, at the end of the day, when you look at other countries that have stricter gun laws, right? 
when you take a gun away from somebody, someone really wants to commit murder or whatever, attack you, they will find something else to use. So, you know, a place like England, they have strict gun laws. Most people, most of the murders that happen there aren't from guns. They're from knives, uh, other objects of that nature. They just stab you up in whatever the case may be. Um, but yes, guns is a big problem. Now, the, the thing about it is, in this situation, you got somebody who, who got illegally. Went to five different gun shops and bought as many firearms as they could, and, and used them out to to carry out what, whatever idea they had. Um, but what do you think about that? Do you think we need better gun laws? Meaning there needs to be longer background checks. There me, needs to be a complete. Uh, there needs to be a rehaul. Because I will say this before you say something. I do know in some instances where you go to gun shows and all that stuff. There are ways that many people attain guns without having to go through a gun a gun shop where they do have to run the background check and all that stuff. You go to a a, a, a you know a place who who's selling uh, a auction a gun auction. You could buy a gun without having a background check and you could yeah. get it that way. Um, what do you think? Do you just think that there needs to be a, a more of a, a the government really needs to intercede in this part and really start making it harder for people to attain guns? Well, here's the thing. So, so it's understood, and I'm asking a question. It's understood that Audrey obtained these firearms illegally, correct? Uh, he obtained them legally. So, oh, so you're saying that Audrey obtained these guns legally? Legally, went to five See, different gun shops. Right, and the, and the thing is, based off of the way that people described Audrey, there was no really indicator you know, at least on the outside surface level that would, you know, that one would be able to predict something like this happening or Audrey doing something like this. Now, as far as I know, and this is really, again, like secondhand, you know, understanding, which is very vague. Um, the process in order to legally own a firearm is already you know, a long drawn out process, at least, you know, in New York, it is, you know, I know in Nashville, Tennessee, I know down South, they're, they're a lot more liberal when it comes to guns than it is up here, you know, so that really kind of varies state to state, you know, each state has their own, you know, laws, you know, as far as, you know, gun, you know, uh, has to say the right to bear arms, you know, and, and in what situation can you shoot somebody in, in, in this, that, and the third, I think, again, they could enforce you know laws and make it more strenuous but again in in some cases there's no telling what somebody's going to do with that gun you know that boils down to the person so yeah you can make it harder to get the gun but whether or not you know somebody how somebody's going to use that gun you can't really police that right, right. so i feel like the 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 moving forward the goal should be first responders what in that moment okay so if the threat of a school shooting happening can happen at any time from anyone so what can we do to deter that okay because to try to just say all right so we're gonna put five more hoops for people to jump through in order to get a gun okay yeah you can do that but all right there's that doesn't stop them from jumping through those hoops you know i mean depending on what those hoops are but for me, I think again, what you what you do is you have somebody there to respond because we all know, yeah, you can call the police to show up, but the police is gonna take 10, maybe 10 minutes to show up. 
And a lot can happen in 10 freaking minutes in those scenarios that generally take place in five. So if you already right. have an armed security guard that's already there, that's got at least a pistol or something like, you know, bulletproof vest, something, that's that's what you need. Because Audrey knew which school to, to shoot and which not to shoot, clearly, clearly. So that the the, the solution is right under people's noses. That, that's what you need. How did how did Audrey even get in? She uh, uh he shot through a side door. With, wow, yeah, yeah. You, you see know. what I'm saying? But that's why it's like, oh, okay, you shot through the side door. We already have two security guards, one who's coming from this side. That's what I'm saying. Like for me, idealistically, it'd be like, all right, there's a school shooting. Okay, and then all right, so let's say me and you are the security guards, and I'm gonna say, okay, you're gonna head in that direction from from this side. And I'm going to head from that side. So now we got two first armed first responders, security, that is closing in on this one gunman. We're, we're going to come out on top already, especially if we're trained and we know what to do. There's, the, the, the government has a budget for this stuff. There's a budget for that. If we got billions of dollars to send to Ukraine, we should invest a fraction of that to protect children in, in, in schools. The, the, the solution to me is, is simple. It's simple. Right or wrong, like I literally just described a tactical response to a situation like that because this person, Audrey, I'm pretty sure Audrey was not this trained gunman, you know, ex-military mercenary professional. No, but if we are, and I'm like, okay, cool, you're gonna go through 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 this corridor, and I'm gonna go through that corridor because we know right. she's over here. We know the layout, we know the schematics, we know everything. So this should already be an emergency school shooting protocol that every single school has, especially in these liberal Southern States that again, the run on the mill hillbilly can just go and get a gun, freaking purchase it. They decide they don't want to live anymore. So then they're going to take out, you know, they're they're before they decide they don't want to be here anymore. They're going to go and kill a couple people before they go, which to me is the most sadistic thing ever. So in order to prevent that, tactical first responders so i'm not relying on on police and, and local law enforcement it's like if you play grand theft auto 5 we got meriwether already already on deck if you remember meriwether was the um private military that rich people would hire oh, to protect them yeah, yeah if you remember mm -hmm. meriwether yeah like that's yep. what you need something just like that something like honestly like let's say if i was somebody if i was a billionaire I would like I would do something like that already. If I cared about like, you know, the well-being of kids and just people in general, this is what I would do. You would get rich off of that. If you have the infrastructure and the money to 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 train people and, and stuff like that, it, it's a wrap. They could just literally hire I would literally have at least two minimum per school. And then just first responders. That's what you no, do. And it's not that they have to be there all day, but there should be like a like 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 a like a rotating, revolving schedule. You know what I'm saying? So even if even if we're not there, these school shooters know that we're right there. So even if we're not there, we're like two minutes away. Boom, we're already there. There's there there has to be a protocol in place. That's that's the protocol. Okay, the school shooter, you got me on a walkie. And then I'm like, I'm like, okay, Percy, the school shooter, he he just entered through 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 the main entrance. Okay, where are where are you located? Okay, you're over here. All right. Then I'm gonna give you directions. You're gonna go through here. I'm gonna go through there. We're gonna close in on them. So before this person even gets to the first classroom, they're already getting popped. 
pop and drop. Then we communicate with law enforcement. We have neutralized the target. Come and pick up the body. Come pick up the body. And then we're going to increase like surveillance and stuff like that. So we're already going to, we're all, like, yo, this is the thing. Like, even the fact that Audrey was able to even shoot out me in, in my perfect idealistic, you know, control or under my perfect idealistic control, I would have already seen Audrey approaching the building from five, from five minutes away. I already would have saw, yo, we, there's, there's, there's an unidentified person because in schools, there's only one entrance that people, visitors should be entering in. That is the main entrance. If you are not entering the main entrance and you are wandering around or something like that, we're already going to have somebody ready for you right there. Right there. That's how that's how you do it. That's no. how I do it. No, th- th- honestly, I agree with you. That's the best way. That's what I'm saying. It's much more easier. This whole tr- a gun law thing, trying to change the law and, and impose stricter restrictions is like trying to find that a penny no in the Mar- Mariana no Trench. It's a bite with no teeth. It's a bite with no teeth. Yeah, you, you you can bite on it, but then there's no teeth. It's it's not gonna sink in. It's it's not gonna get the point. You need teeth. The point. That's what you need. But you, you know, I know our society is just trying to. You can't you can't treat a gunshot wound with a bandit. You 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 gotta go in there through surgery and and surgically repair this thing. You know, and, and and trying to patch it up by saying, "Oh, we're gonna post strict the gun law." The problem is, uh-huh. we have people who's attaining. And the crazy part, let me let me just mention this one thing before I continue. The crazy thing is, Audrey Aubrey, um, was seeing a therapist when she bought these guns. Who she was being treated for, uh, I think it was an emotional disorder or something like that. So how the fact that she was, uh, he was able to even get guns. I'm not even talking about one gun. I'm talking about assault rifles, handguns. The fact that he was able to get multiple of these while also being treated for emotional disorder is mind-boggling. But that's exactly the problem with stricter gun law. It doesn't really treat the fact that in New York, I'm from New York. I grew up in the projects. I know how most of these, well, I don't I want to say I know, but most of these people who kill people in New York with guns, they have ways of doing that. You know, they're not buying it legally. They have people who are willing to give it away. Um, that's a whole separate issue, you know. But mm-hmm. let's address these schools. Most of these shootings that's happening are in schools. And this is a recurring thing. If you ever notice from, from this situation to a couple of to many other school shooters, one thing I have picked up on is that shooters would normally even the last one, I, I can't remember exactly what the actual shooting was, but the uh, uh a lot of these school shooters, they have multiple targets, right? But then they realize I can't go to one target because it's still, it has people who can fight back, right? So well, what police, they go, they law go to enforcement where... is right there. Exactly. That's so that's human, that's human nature. That's human nature for people to attack opponents or people or have victims that they know they can they can overcome or they can conquer. So let's say you're not gonna pick a fight with Mike Tyson, right? You if, right. if you're gonna try to bully or beat somebody, like usually the bully is not gonna bully Mike Tyson. They're gonna leave Mike Tyson alone and then they're gonna go after somebody else who they feel that they can beat. That's that's just how it is, you know. But you need people that are gonna respond to that. So like that's like let's say me. So somebody wants to, and you know me, I box. So if somebody wants to engage in in hand to hand combat with me, I mentally I already have a protocol. I already have a protocol in place to handle that. You get what I'm saying? To minimize yeah. injuries to myself and to neutralize the problem if if I have to. So I can put somebody down. If I catch the right shot, I'm going to put somebody down. 
You need that in these situations to deal with people like that. So you have the threat of consequences. This is, I say the same thing about police brutality. The reason why police shoot black people is because there's no overhead threat of consequences, you know, that is going to be imposed on them that they're going to suffer from. So until you have that there, it's always going to be a problem. It's always going to be a problem until again, you solve it. That's why I say, if I was, if I was a teacher, I would feel comfortable having something on me because if not, somebody could just decide to show up and then I might get caught up. Why? Because I, I got caught up and I, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Because I and saw, me- I saw a video and it was, uh, it was a woman. I don't know if all the classrooms had this. This might've been like a Twitter video or something. There was a woman who had like a, a collapsible bulletproof wall that the kids can go into should a school shooting happen. And let's say if I was a little kid in school, to me, I never even heard of these things when I was in elementary school coming up. A school shooting, like I, I, I remember hearing about Columbine and stuff like that, but these things weren't that frequent growing up in the 2000s. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember ever really being afraid, like, oh, shit, what if somebody actually were to, you know, try to, you know, shoot everybody up or some shit? And even me then, I'd be like, yo, I'm going to just <clears throat> try to jump out a window or some shit and, <laughs> and then get the <laughs> hell out of there. Right. So uh, I feel bad for kids these days because kids, they hear about this stuff. We we used to talk. I remember 9-11 happened, you know, when we were, when, when, I, when I was a kid. And then we talked about that shit in school. So little kids talk about these things. And this is not a fear that little kids should actually have growing up. So that's why for me, if I was the president, if I was somebody with some sort of political say, the first thing I'm going to do is say, all right, yeah, let me get, you know, the, 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 the tactical first responders for hire, mercenaries, whatever you want to call them. I'm having them on deck for me personally. That's what I would do because I, oh, I agree. Dead. I was a father you know how furious I would fucking be I was a dad and then like my kid supposed to be in school learning and then some shit like this would have happened like let's 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 think about the parents for a second like you have a kid and you 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 raise a kid from a baby to eight nine years old and they just go into school and this happens like Especially if your kid makes it out alive, but then that fear is always going to be there in this society now. Because we're living in a society where these things are happening, and then it's just like, you go to the doctor, you tell the doctor, man, you know, I'm feeling sick, and then the doctor just gives you a slap on the wrist, charge you $65 copay, and they send you on your way. That's what's constantly happening in this situations. This is where you get a slap on the wrist. Oh, let's talk about gun laws for the next three, three or four months till the next thing happens, right or wrong. Weren't we right. just talking about a, a, a black kid shooting up a school or somewhere like that a few months ago? How many school shootings have happened in 2023 so far or in the last year? 30. Wait, 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 wait. So we are oh, in 43, we, 40. Yeah. So 43 school shootings, but 130 mass shootings this year alone. Have, have occurred. And we are in March 28, yes. 2023. And you said how many school shootings have occurred? 43. Wow. Wow. And this just goes to show that it's not working. And I always say this anyway, that the way that like society now, or I guess checks and balances work, it's not working because things are not getting done because we're living in a democracy, which is supposed to be a government that is determined by the people. 
but yet we're talking and they're not listening because when you're dealing with 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 political pundits and leaders where their direct day-to-day lives are not affected at all by the complaints of people ultimately everything that we're saying is going to fall on deaf, deaf ears because they're not affected by the shit they're on their big hills fancy mansions and all of that and then they're making decisions for themselves they're not making decisions for us this is why we're constantly saying things and then it's not happening and this is the 43rd time it's happened in 2023 this is just the one that crossed over because remember i say this all the time these things happen every single day but it's only certain situations that cross over into mainstream media and go viral to the point where, where you know our generation we hear about it and how many has happened in 2022 so this is what i'm saying if changes are not being done then they need to make micro adjustments in their own communities. And then people have to see what they're doing and then follow suit. So each classroom should have something because my mom is a teacher. You see what I'm saying? So it's like for elementary school kids, you know, and these are little kids. So me being the type of guy that I am, I'm like, yo, like I don't want to see this shit happen to, you know, kids. I don't want to see it happen to innocent people either. And we're not living in a world where the Avengers and superheroes are a thing. (laughs) Unfortunately, we don't. So we need to be that for ourselves. This is why I say when I, when we were talking about Angela Bassett and like, you know, the Oscars and stuff. And I was saying how she didn't take enough of Queen Ramonda with her. Cause like when I watch these films, I, I take it with me. You know, that's, that's where it comes from. That, that's how it applies. I don't want to just, you know, experience, you know, learning how to shoot a gun and, and having gun training and all of that vicariously through Killmonger. And I'm just comfortable with just watching it. No, I want to be that. I want to be that. You know, remember how freaking uh, Claw, he grabs his girl and then he's like, put the gun down now. And he goes, it's going to be all right. And then he just pops him, marksman. That's yep. what I want to be. I want to be like that. Like, it's that stuff is real. Art imitates life. So how about we look the part? So it's simple. It's simple, you know. And, and, and until people wake up and really realize that we're living in a government right now that's not listening to people. We, we're not living in a democracy. Because if we were, we would be heard. And we're not being heard. Trust me, we're not. We're not. And little, no, and little it, Biden's, you know, statements. Oh, yeah, guys. So you know, we're we're going to enforce more gun laws. But before we enforce more gun laws, get vaccinated. That's 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 the yo. I'm, I'm telling you, they was going harder <laughs> for for vaccines more so than this shit. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yep. Where are the prior priorities at? And ain't that crazy? I see more people going hard on, uh, uh, for I see more people going hard for Aubrey's uh, identity as a transgender male than about the victims of, of this crime. I mean, it, it's mind blowing the fact that we in twenty twenty three we still having these. Sandy Hook should have been the end all be all to all of this stuff, but yet here this is the problem. Everything's too politicized, and and that's the biggest. Every everybody has their own agenda, you know. Like you said. People are making this seem like it's finding a penny in a Mariana Trench. It's simple. The solution is simple. Put more armed security in schools. And I know some parents, some teachers might say, well, we don't want the kids seeing that when they come to school. Well, as a parent, as a teacher, as an employee of the school, would you rather see someone who's armed or would you rather see someone who's coming to kill you? And I'm not trying to be disrespectful when I say that, but realistically, when parents who are mourning, uh, the the families of the other victims who are mourning. Um, what I'm sure they thinking, 
man, I wish we had somebody at that school to stop this shooter. A lot of these victims that survive, a lot of families of victims say, I wish there was somebody to protect these people before it even began. And how do you protect them? You have someone there in place to stop it. Let's be real. Criminals got no, take no days off. Everybody, People going to commit crimes one way or another. And usually you want to try to deter. So if a, a criminal knows that, okay, if I approach this person, like you said, Mike Tyson, he's dangerous. He's not some dude who's going to just let you walk all over him and, and hurt him. Um, no, people, gonna have people to who face... really know how to people who really know how to box and really train, they're dangerous. Like I said, because hey, I I got a protocol. So if you try to square up with me in real life and stuff like that, eventually, once my my brain, the muscle memory is gonna kick in, and then I'm like, oh, okay, this is my body realizes my mind sync up and realize what I'm doing. I'm gonna see numbers, and then once I see that and I catch you with that right shot, you're done. You're done in real life because there's people who who train for that. So people don't want to mess with that. So when you're walking in to an establishment where you know people are trained to respond to you shooting up their establishment, you're not gonna you're not gonna want smoke. They're not gonna want that type of smoke because this person Audrey was trying to get his rocks off before he before he left before he left you know the world and stuff because he knew he was gonna die. He knew the police were gonna show up and kill him. That's why when they got to that second floor where wherever he was at and then they shot him. That wasn't, he wasn't shot by surprise. They didn't take him by surprise. He already knew what was up. But if he knew before I even can get in the building, I'm going to get shot or they're going to already intercept me and be like, oh, what are you doing over here? Like on some Area 51 shit. You can't even get within a certain radius of Area 51. It has to be the same thing. I have I have a speaker like, okay, um, excuse me. What are you doing? Stop moving. Stop where you are. What, what are you doing here? And then the person leaves immediately calling law enforcement because we got surveillance. We got, you know, your, your license plate. We we got facial recognition. We've seen enough of your face on camera. So you're, you're already done. Whether you came in here or the police catches you. But as long as you're in here, it's like the school is a separate entity. If I'm if I'm in charge of security over there, I'm in charge of security, of the well-being of the students and staff. Yeah, I, if, you, if you even walk, it's, it's, it's like no trespassing. Real shit. I'm literally having no trespassing during these school hours. So you come up in the parking lot, or you pass by the school, no trespass, no un no unauthorized trespassing on this property. They got those signs, you know what I'm saying, on certain businesses. Now you got to have it in school. You can't even you can't even walk on school if you're not authorized to be. If you're not a student or a staff or an authorized visitor, you cannot be here. And if you are here without like some prior notice or consent, then my assumption already, you being here is a threat to the students and the staff. And we are going to deal with you accordingly. If people know that that is the mentality, walking up on a school, they're not going to do it. Trust me, bro, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They're just going to go straight to the bridge and off. They're not going right. to do that. That is the mentality you got to have. Like, if, like let's say if I, if I was a billionaire, if, if I was a billionaire, I had my son in schools, that's what I would do. That is exactly what I would do. Trust me, the Audreys of the world are not going to want that type of smoke in their life, even on their way out. They wouldn't even want to go out like that. Trust me, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know, when you're dealing with it, professionals that know how to whip your ass or, or shoot you in the head, you're not going to want that type of smoke. People only fuck with people that they know that they can, that they can beat. But if you know you can't beat me, you're not going to want that type of smoke. Yeah, that's why I have, that, that, that's exactly why a lot of these school shooters attack people in this. And let me not say, let me say this: not every school shooter 
is uh you know someone an adult looking to just kill innocent children sometimes it's even children in these schools who are bullied and you know they're not getting the help that they need it but- doesn't matter that, 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 that doesn't matter. A bad guy is a bad guy, no matter how you slice it up. A villain is a villain. So I don't care if you were going to school and you was getting bullied and all of that. That doesn't mean you should – that doesn't give you the right to want to kill other people that probably didn't have anything to do with it. That's the thing because no. I remember hearing – I don't know if it was Columbine or somewhere, but, like, them dudes, they didn't even shoot their bullies. <laughs> I don't think so. No. They didn't even get to Usually the people no. that, 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 that was bullying them. They didn't even get to them. They shot everybody else, but the actual people that they that they didn't like. At least, as far as I remember, I remember everything. I mean, you you, you can't make this stuff. You know, the part that really annoys me with this situation too is how often I see people making excuses for these. I, you know, this person was a good kid. They did community service, and you know, they wouldn't do it. You know, that's because nine seen... times out of ten, they got the complexion for protection. Because Audrey wasn't black. Audrey wasn't a minority. Audrey wasn't Latino. And LGBTQ is not a minority, in my opinion. Look at how they dealing. With, look at how they dealing with them. Well, yep. The justification. The fa- and that's the crazy part. How the, the, how you sit up there and justify an adult? That, you know that that's the crazy part when I say. But like, I want to do this before. You know, we wrap up. I, I wanna, I wanna give a shout out to all. Well, not shout out, but I wanna give uh, my condolences to these victims and their families. And I'm, I'm gonna do honor. I, I might botch the name. But I'm gonna try not to, but I'm, I'm gonna just read off the victims because I think this is, this is uh, it's, I need to do this right. That's important. So we have Evelyn Dykus, age nine, third grader. Uh, Haley Scruggs, age nine. Um, daughter, she was the daughter of the senior pastor at the Covenant Presbyterian Church. William Kenny, age nine. Cynthia Peak, age sixty-one, substitute teacher. Catherine Conts, age sixty, uh, head of the Covenant School, and Mike Hill, age sixty-one, janitor at the school. Um, I'm not giving my condolences to the shooter. I, I'm sorry, I can't. I won't. I won't. Uh, I know people are trying to use this. And, you know, it's crazy. I see people using the word transphobic. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I have to laugh because I've never seen people go hard for someone like this in my life who committed such a violent act, such a nasty act. And I, I, it, it mind blows me how people could sit up here and justify and say, oh, well, we lost many lives today, including a shooter. You know, their life was hard. We're talking about an adult who killed a bunch of the little kids. You can't justify their life was that hard enough that they had to take it on some innocent children and uh, people who were working. Um, you know, this is a fortunate situation. And, you know, I, I, I hope we don't have to do another topic like this ever again. <laughs> yeah, but right. non, I no, it's good. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen again. <laughs> it's going to happen again. I'm, and I'm not saying I wanted to, but I, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to act like we're living in this utopia where, when this one thing happens, it never happens again. No, that's not how the United States of America works. Okay, nope, unfortunately, <laughs> that's, that's 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 not how it works. And then just to add to what you were saying about how you know they just justify what she was doing and, and look, you know, it's because like I said, the LGBTQ community in 2023 in America is a ma- majority group, and they look out for each other no matter what, <laughs> no matter what. So this person could have done all of that, burned the damn school down, and then got all scot free, and they would have still made excuses because no matter what, they look out for they look out for themselves. And it's funny 
then I saw a link. I didn't watch it, but I saw a link that they were saying that I, I, I guess the trans community now they're on alert because they think that people are going to see this and start attacking them. And, and, and I wonder how they feel, you know, to be generalized the way that black people are generalized. You know how one black person does does something. So that means we're all bad. We're all like that. Yep. You know, the crazy part is I wanted to touch. I mean, I wanted to talk about other stuff, too. But this this is really. No, we'll say it for no one. Yeah, it's really exhausting. I had to do these type of episodes and I know people don't want to listen to them. Because of traumatic, uh, how traumatic they are. Nah, but, but you, but not... you know the thing. You know the thing is, it depends on the type of conversation that you have. See, the way that we talk about stuff, it's not something that people are going to be all traumatized. No, it, it's it's gonna it's gonna give people you know insight on a progressive perspective. You know what I'm Because we're not just talking about oh how sad it is. No, we talk about solutions. We talk about what we would have done, what we think we could do to make the situation better, so it doesn't happen again. Especially coming from me. Versus you hear other people talk about shit and they're just talking about how bad it is. No, there are certain conversations that need to be heard, like ours. Even if not a lot of people hear it, we're still talking about it. Somebody going to hear it. And then that person will say what they heard to somebody else. So we'll never know how far, you know, the conversations that we have on your podcast or on my YouTube, how far they'll go. So it's necessary because people can't people can't be, you know, saying, you know, uh, too afraid to talk about shit that that has to be talked about. You got to talk about it. You got to talk about it because I know politicians ain't talking about it the way they're supposed to talk about it. Like I said, what did Biden say? A whole bunch of nothing. So if he ain't going to say something, I, I at least going to say something. I'm going to say something. He really didn't. He really said a whole bunch of nothing. Like he probably didn't even just... write it. He probably didn't even write it. And then he barely, he barely even read it. And then people want to be mad at Trump and stuff like that. Get out of here, man. That's the society we live in. Everything's over politicized and everybody's all about themselves. But you know what? I implore people, you know, I have these conversations, you know, whether, whether you agree with me, disagree with Dimitri, you agree with the, uh, Dimitri, disagree with me. That's not the point. The point of, of it is, you know, I, I've said this time and time again, whether it's a minority getting killed by police, school being shot up or whatever the case may be, do not wait until it happens to you to finally speak up. To finally say because something. So, but that's how people are. That's that's how people are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people don't care about what's really happening in this country until their their actual lives and civil liberties are impeded on. And then when that happens, it's gonna be too late. It's gonna be way too late. Trust me. Because I see I see people talk about the way that things could be in the next like few years, you know what I'm saying, between now and the end of the decade into the 2030s. And people are not paying attention because they're so caught up in entertainment. And then when shit actually starts to hit the fan, people are going to be like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. It's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. And then most people won't have the training or the fortitude to even respond to what's going to happen down the line. Yep. And, and, you know, and that's the sad part. A lot of people think like that. But how many people didn't think that they'd be taking their last breath at a traffic stop? Nah, how it's many just... of these parents sending kids off to school how, how, how many of these teachers and, and people that work at the schools are just trying to earn a paycheck they didn't think they was going to take their last breath that day and that's the thing a lot of these issues it may not impact you directly at the moment but it's, it's going to i don't have children at any, at any point children. at any point that's why we that's you know what, what we're talking but. about what happened in ohio you know because i was like yo that could have just as easily happened out here oh but because i live in a relatively you know small area Oh, that means that, you know, nothing should be done. No. Nor should the rest of the world just ignore it and not talk about it. Because the point is, 
things are seriously wrong in this freaking country and something needs to be done. Even if you can't, even if let's say politicians are not going to do it, then you have to figure out how you can do it for yourself. Cause there's always something that you can do. You know, that's my thoughts on that. Absolutely. Like Zach, Efron, uh, Zach Efron once said, um, I forgot, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a cue up and I forgot. It was like, yo, what I, Zach Efron always said, I forgot. Oh, I got it. I got it. Like Zach, Zach Efron uh, <laughs> once said, we're all in this together. That's what it was. Um, no, we're not, yo. <laughs> America, United States of America, I said the divided states of America, because we already we got 50 different freaking states with, with 50 different ways of doing things. And this is why this, this is happening. Yeah, I would say 100, because if you think about it, with left and right, the different policies, every state is divided by... Yeah, by, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah. like you said, I hope people continue these conversations. You know, because at the end of the day, it's going to impact us in one way or another. Whether we see it or not, like I said, we don't have children, you know. But yet again, we're talking about this not because it's, it's directly affecting us, but it's a reality. One day we might have children. What if they have to, what if we have to deal with this at some point? What about the people who already have children in school? What about people who work in schools? This is a reality that unfortunately we're not going to escape. People are still going to keep going to school, shooting them up. So we got to deal with this now. Stop waiting for, you know, whatever president who or like the official to do something about it. Because a lot of times they don't care. They they just use it to get elected and then they forget about it. But nonetheless, like I always say, a helping hand is a better hand. My man, Dimitri, thanks for coming on, bro. Appreciate you. Oh, thank you.